If you like guided meditations, you'll love Louise Hay's life-changing meditations for the morning and evening that you can download free right now at hayhouse.com forward slash meditate. Louise shares her healing affirmations and calming meditations to help you start your day with joy and listen at night to relax into a deep and restful sleep. Visit hayhouse.com forward slash meditate to download Louise Hay's best-selling morning and evening meditations free at www.hayhouse.com forward slash meditate. Welcome to the Hay House Meditations Podcast, featuring guided meditations from all your favorite Hay House authors. A spirit guide is generally, I have met some people who have had a life with their guide. But generally speaking, such as in, I've always been kind of envious of that. Generally speaking, the guide is someone who trains with you on the other side. And here's the crooks of it. They train to become more humanized than other entities do for the simple fact that if they didn't, if you came to them with some problem, they would just go, you know, you're going to be over here pretty soon, so who cares? So they do have to come down, let's say, a level or two to know about you, to train with you, to know you about who you are. If you've had a life with them, I don't know if that makes... I've always thought, well, maybe that would make them know you better. But if they've trained for so many years to be your guide, then they would know you anyway. They go over your chart with you, they will go to counsel and petition for you. And counsel is a group of people. They're the master teachers, the counsel. And when a guide has a problem, they usually go to the counsel and see if they can't work it out. So your guides do have other resources. They will go and petition a counsel. You know, in other words, not to change your chart so much, but to modify it or as Mother God to interfere or intercept, because she's the only one that can intercept the chart. I think that's why we see miracles. I think that's why we see things that happened that are not charted. So even though the chart is set, I have known guides to go and petition things that turn situations around. They have to be careful, though, because all charts are linked. Do you see what I mean? And so it's sort of like if you, if, let's say, she and I have a contract, and something changes in mine, that could throw her whole contract off. Do you see what I mean? So it has to be where everyone gets together and is in sync. To get back to the guides, Francine, my guide, actually has the name of Iena. No one in my family, not even my father before he died, can remember why we changed it, or I changed it, or somebody changed it. Even to this day, though, some people will address her as Aina. 
I guess I just didn't like the name and thought I'd make up another one. That's why I say it doesn't matter what you call them. This lady asked me the other day. It doesn't matter what you call them. But, and this is something I don't say on television, but most people do have two, sometimes three guides. Also will can call in a master teacher. But there's always one that is the protectorate. The they, See, years ago in the old spiritualist days, they used to call them controls. I hate that word because it sounds like they're controlling their, your life, but it didn't mean that. It meant they control other spirits from invading or coming around. And then the word changed to guide. But the guide is there as the guiding sentinel figure. So much of what you think or you have great ideas about, not that you don't have an infusion from God or that you don't have a brain, is ticker taped through by your guide. People have asked me so many times, I don't think I've accomplished anything in this life. Please, please, of all the things that you may say to yourself, don't ever, ever say that to yourself. The very fact that you came down into this hellhole and you made it day by day, living through it, you've accomplished a lot. Because let me tell you something, believe it or not, there are thousands and thousands of entities that have never, ever wanted to incarnate on this planet. Only the people that really want to advance quick go to the toughest college, go to the toughest place, go to the toughest boot camp. Of course, it really makes us up for suspect that we chose it in the first place, but not after we get back, then my guy said, we're always proud of ourselves that we made it through. It's like saying, I don't know what I did at boot camp, but I survived it. You see what I'm saying? Doesn't mean, you know, I climbed the rope, I swam through the mud, I didn't like it, but I made it to the end and I did graduate. Certainly it's nice if you can work with other people and help people. But the main thing is, is for you to survive this. You're supposed to survive. So sit up straight. Put your feet flat on the floor. And it would be really nice if you just kind of put your hands in your lap with your palms upward. That's sort of like a way of receiving grace. And I want you to put a white light of the Holy Spirit around you. And I want you to feel this descending of peace, harmony, quiet, and God-centeredness, Christ consciousness that's always with us. Mother and Father God and the love that Mother and Father God have for each other creates the Holy Spirit. And you can put anyone else in there you wish. You can put Baha'u'llah, you can put Buddha. In fact, you can stack them. I'd call on all of them to attend you. And I want you to feel yourself very relaxed. And you'll get adept enough that you can even give yourself a code color word. Let's just use the word blue, which means that from this point on, 
that whenever you say it to yourself, you will be right back into this lucid, meditative, valid knowledge of where you're going and what you're going to see. And I want you to relax your toes, your instep, almost like you're unstressing. Your ankles, your calves, your knees, your thighs, the whole pelvic girdle up through the trunk, down through the shoulders, the upper arms, the lower arms, the hands, the fingertips, up through the neck, around the face, the mouth, the nose, the eyes, and the forehead. And let's even go behind the eyes now. It's just like that lovely gentleman said, and make our mind as clutter-free, almost like we can make it escape, like so much dark smoke. Not necessarily a blank, but a peaceful, quiet vacuum. Not a vacuum in which knowledge doesn't come through, but also very much like the monks who, by the way, shaved the top of their head, their tonsures, because they felt that they could be infused better without hair on the top of their head. But let's say my opening in the top of my head from my pineal to my hypothalamus to my pituitary is open so that I can infuse and bring knowledge in. Not random knowledge. We don't want to know that all the flotsam and jetsam of the world is going to filter in that we can't do anything about, but put a codicil on it. In other words, only, dear God, what I can help with, adapt to, give warnings for. This also increases your psychic ability. Now, I want you to visualize yourself in a meadow and if you can't visualize it sense it and the meadow is very green and all of a sudden you're very aware that you are in light fitting clothes if you're a male you're in a long robe like our Lord used to wear if you're a female then you can be in a gossamer robe anything that's free moving you look down and you see in front of you white, brilliant white flagstone steps. They're not going upward. They're leading across this beautiful green meadow. With great anticipation, you begin to hop these stones. And they begin to wind around through this meadow. And you feel the sun on your face, warm, the wind in your hair, and you keep jumping the stones. And all of a sudden, in the middle of this meadow, you see this beautiful white gleaming gazebo. It seems to be strangely not out of place, but it's just there. And there's something familiar about it, like almost that you were running ahead and you knew that you were going to come upon something that was that beautiful, shining, bright, brilliant. And you run up to this gazebo and there's three steps leading up, but you don't really go up those steps. You stand there for a moment. 
and out of the shadows of the gazebo steps a figure that appears at the top of the step. Take your first impression. Do not let imagination, the word come in, the creation of your own mind, let it be. This entity, tall, short, medium, whatever it might be, begins to descend the steps. And there is such a marvelous sense of, like we said yesterday, oh, there you are. A familiarity, a feeling of positive energy, a feeling of love. This person has descended the steps, puts their arm around you. You say to this person, what is your name? Now, please don't be discouraged if it happens to be a loved one, because a loved one can have sometimes priority and push the person or the guide out of the way and show up as William or Ed or whoever it might be. Don't push anyone away. Because whoever is the most prominent or whoever you need might show up. Your spouse who's passed. But many times it's a guide. Go with the first impression of the name, even if it's not spoken. So much of this is telepathic. Now with the guide's arms around you, embracing you walk down the path again. The white flagstone steps. And right when you get about to the middle, before you get to the end, I want you to turn to the guide and ask them any question that you don't know the answer to that you would have to validate. Please do not be concerned that they would be upset that you have to validate this. Even if you want to ask a question about how long will it be before my finances, don't expect a long verbiage right yet, especially if you haven't met them before. Say, give me a time in which my finances will be better, that I'll find someone and take the first impression. If it's two years, six months, three weeks, take your first impression. And you continue down the flagstone steps until you come back to where you started. Now, because you're going to come back to yourself, you leave your guide there, but that doesn't mean your guide is there because you're just coming back to yourself in your own dimension. But the guide stays right next to you. You've just gone on a higher plane to meet your guide is all. But before you come back to yourself, you turn to the right, away from the flagstone steps. And all of a sudden, you walk a few feet and you see right in front of you huge brass doors that seem to be just standing upright. Curiosity is a marvelous thing and they have big rings on them, the doors, and they look heavy. But you take one of the rings and you pull it and by God, if it doesn't just swing open. And you look down this long hallway. 
you're barefooted, as I stated, and you find yourself entering this long hallway. And you're aware the pink marble on the floor under your feet is very cool. Still wearing the same loose clothing. And you run with anticipation. Even if you feel in this life you can't run, boy are you running now. Because the spirit can run. And all of a sudden, you come to another set of doors, very much like the first, not as large, and you swing them open with no effort. All of a sudden, you're in a round room bathed in pink light. Pink light, of course, is always love. Pink is always love. Very pink. And all of a sudden, when your eyes become accustomed to the pinkness of the room, everything stands out in great relief. You look ahead of you, and there looks like it's an altar stone. Like what priests stand behind, or now they stand in front of. And you find yourself circling this room, and it's heavy draped, pink drapes. But something pulls you to this altar stone. You run your hand for some reason under the altar stone and your finger hits something that's metal and you realize it's a key. Now you run your hand over the top of the marble and there's a keyhole. You put the gold key in the keyhole and you turn it and all of a sudden the curtains part. And out of the curtains, almost like a stage, your guide steps. And I bet you anything, it's the same form or sex or personage or sense of male or female. That might be all you get at the beginning, which is enough. And they guide you to another part of the room that also has curtains and they open. And the guide directs you almost telepathically to ask any question you wish. Now, here's what we're going to do. This is when we're going higher up, just like that lovely lady asked me. Is it from my guide? Is it from God? Because we have to have things. We can't just be nebulous. Eventually, you will be. But you've got to have the exercises. All of a sudden, a golden scroll drops. Beautiful golden. Brilliant. Almost like you'd think of something that was written like Ten Commandments. And your guide is sort of telepathically saying, Ask God. You stand in front of this almost like sacred scroll, and you say, Dear God, I want to know, da-da-da-da-da, whatever. And all of a sudden, words begin to form. How is my health? How are my finances going to be? What can I do to avoid anything that is health related? What should I do about my family? You might get even the words come go forward more or back off. Even that in itself is an answer. The guide has her arm around you. And now this is a room also in which you can find your loved ones because they begin to congregate. Also, so do angels because it's like a tabernacle. 
because of the altar stone. You can make it as beautiful as you want. You can have it with a crucifix. You can have it with a statue. Or you can have it just plain. But showing you two ways that you can infuse. Eventually, you won't need a scroll. You won't need the guide to lead you. But we have to take these steps to get there. Now you turn around and the guide leads you to the door. Down the marble hallway, the guide is walking with you. You're laughing, you're talking, and you can also ask them something. How about my depression? How about my marriage? How about my health? How about my children? And wait for an answer. It might be very short, succinct, to the point. That's fine. Later on, if you keep doing it, it'll get more elaborate. Come all the way back through the doors. You've already come through the one set of doors, now you're going through the big doors. All of a sudden, you find yourself now... It's almost like a kaleidoscope at a seashore. Oh my, it's so warm and beautiful. The sand is white. You dig your toes into the warm white sand. You feel the lap of the ocean on your toes. God, with a, such a sigh of relief, you lean back against the palm tree. It's like everything's melting away from you. All the pain, the worry, family, heartaches, hardships. Leaking out. Going down your whole body, through your legs and into the water. And letting the tide pull it out. From the right, again, out of the shadows, walks the guide. This is a shorter version. This is one you can use with a code color word blue. Ask them, what should I do about this legal case? What should I do about selling my house? What should I do about moving or not moving? What should I do about my marriage or my relationship? Don't get too complicated. Ask one thing at a time. And even if you don't understand what they're saying, the time will come when maybe it'll hit you right between the eyes. And, oh my God, that's what they meant. It didn't make any sense to me. The guide comes over, sits with you, holds your hand, and more than anything lets you know that whatever happens, they will never leave you. And at the moment of your passing, not only will your loved ones be there, but the guide will pull you through and out and take you directly to God. Please do these exercises. They're very simplistic and you will remember them. You can make them as elaborate as you want, as simplistic as you want. But you're training your mind to get from one level to another. And the only way to do that is through meditative, active practice. On the count of three, come up, come all the way up, feeling absolutely marvelous, better than you've ever felt before. One, two, three.
We hope you enjoyed this meditation. To find out more about this author or any Hay House author, please visit hayhouse.com. If you like guided meditations, you'll love Louise Hay's life-changing meditations for the morning and evening that you can download free right now at hayhouse.com forward slash meditate. Louise shares her healing affirmations and calming meditations to help you start your day with joy and listen at night to relax into a deep and restful sleep. Visit hayhouse.com forward slash meditate to download Louise Hayes' best-selling morning and evening meditations free at www.hayhouse.com forward slash meditate.